Here we are together again because you've chosen to be with me. I don't have any choice as far as who listens week by week and day by day, but I'm glad you are here uh, through this opportunity for us to study God's Word. We've been talking about attitudes and the absolute necessity of having the right attitude. And today I want to kind of sum up some of what I've been talking about. And I want to talk about that we either change our attitude or we experience the consequences. In Numbers chapter 14, beginning at verse 35, we see what happened to the people of Israel. And listen to what the scripture says. I, the Lord, have spoken, and I will surely do these things to this whole wicked community which has banded together against me. They will meet their end in this wilderness. Here they will die. So Moses, so the men Moses had sent to explore the land who returned and made the whole community grumbled against him by spreading a bad report about it. These men were responsible for, for spreading this bad report. And only the ones who spread the good report, Joshua and Caleb, survived. When Moses reported this to the Israelites, they mourned. Early the next morning, they set out for the highest point in the hill country, saying, Now we're ready to go up to the land the Lord promised. Surely we have sinned. But Moses said, Why are you disobeying the Lord's command? This will not succeed. Do not go up, because the Lord is not with you. You will be defeated by your enemies. See, once they realized how stupid and foolish they had been, they said, Let's go do it. But they missed their open door. They missed their opportunity. And we can always choose our attitude. Sometimes that's all we can choose. And that's why it's so important. Many of us have heard the studies we've been doing the last few days on attitudes. And maybe you said, well, they were nice. But maybe you didn't consider it applicable to you or needed. I, I just want you to know they are. They're applicable to me. I need to change attitudes from time to time. And, and so I'm not just playing a game with you. We want to be serious about doing something about our attitudes. Now let's just review one more time. The people of Israel continued to exhibit five wrong attitudes, complaining, coveting, criticizing, doubting God, and rebelling against God. Finally, God said that's enough, and they experienced the full consequences of their attitudes. You see, sin has in it the seeds of its own destruction. That's why the wages of sin is death, the Bible says. The last message I want to leave with you that's particularly on this is I want to be totally true to God's word and honest with you. I want to share with you four reasons we should trust God to change our attitudes now. <clears throat> First, wrong attitudes affect those we love. Your family will suffer if you have wrong attitudes. Numbers 14.33 said, Your children will be shepherds in the, in the desert for 40 years, suffering for your unfaithfulness, who refuse to believe God and who refuse to change their doubts to faith and their complaining to thanksgiving. They saw their own children die in the wilderness, and they saw the desert cause the death of many. Forty years later, they had all died. They suffered for their parents' sins, and we often do. The Bible says that the sins of the parents are visited on the children to the third and fourth generation, and that does not mean 
that a child cannot break that chain of sin's destruction. We can. We can turn the whole thing around, and some of you have done that. You're, you have not had a family through the years that has followed God and trusted God and walked with God. And so because of that, you have not experienced what, what you really want to experience and from, from that heritage. So you've trusted God, but you've changed, you've changed the whole perspective. You're going in a totally different direction. And because of that, your children will probably go in a different direction. But the, if we have wrong attitudes, our family will usually adopt our wrong attitudes. In Numbers 21, we read about the children of all those who died in the wilderness, and the children are now on the edge of the promised land, and they have these younger children who were not 20 did not die, so now that they're young adults, they have a chance to go in, but some of them begin to grumble. Some of them begin to doubt. Some of them begin to fear. The old saying is true, apples don't fall far from the tree. The very things our parents, in our parents that we hated, we often practice. That's why we must break the cycle and stop wrong attitudes. It's, it's amazing that statistics reveal that alcoholics uh, often have children who become al alcoholics much more prone than those who don't. And the thing that the kids hated in their parents is the thing that they begin to practice in their own lives because we we just we are pushed that way by life. But we don't have to. We can change that, and that's my point. We can we can turn in another direction. Another thing wrong attitudes do they dishonor God's name. The Israelites brought shame and reproach upon God by their doubts and unbelief. They showed all the surrounding people their wrong attitudes. They gave a terrible wrong portrait of the mighty God they served. We often don't realize that our most terrible witness is our complaining and critical attitudes. I remember when one of my, my I think it was my youngest son, was, was playing baseball and we went to his games on a regular basis and there was one father there who was so obnoxious. He criticized the umpires, he criticized the players. Terrible of all, he criticized his own son and then he would talk about going to church and God. And it was a terrible witness to everybody that was there because his critical, complaining, griping spirit touched us all in the wrong way and hurt us and hurt his son so terribly. And it was a, a terrible witness. So it's, it's, it's really taking God's name in vain. It's not cursing, but it's dishonoring God by our attitudes. Now, wrong attitudes also close the door of opportunity. Unbelief closes the door God opens. In Numbers 14, 42, the Bible says, Moses' words are, Do not go up because the Lord is not with you. You will be defeated by your enemies. Now they see their mistake, and so they want to go to the promised land, but God's plan has already been rejected, and they refuse to go and take the land. Now God tells them they'll spend 40 years in the desert and die there. The consequences of their sins overwhelm them. The Bible says in Numbers 14, 39, when Moses reported this to them, they mourned bitterly. They then said, we have sinned, and we will go up and take the land. God said, you will not succeed. You've missed your opportunity. It's too late now. They went up anyway, and they were defeated soundly by the Amalekites and the Canaanites. Hebrews 3.19 tells us, So we see that they were not able to enter 
because of their unbelief. So wrong attitudes block so many things. We're going to pick that up tomorrow. I hope you'll today trust the Lord with all your heart. God bless you. God bless you.